you're afraid to commit to someone because someone else out there might be better for you. Out of all the people in the world, we're going to put you in a room with seven other options. (laughs) They say home is where the heart is. So I wonder why your motherfucker always feeling heartless. Welcome to episode 54 of Doubly Negative. I remember the numbers this time. We're back on track. As always, I'm Chris here with my friend Kyle. Kyle, how are you? Hi, Chris. I'm doing okay. How are you doing? You know, we're going to start the show off on a little bit of a somber note. Our beloved Jake has moved on. He's on to bigger, better things now. We want to thank him for his service. We salute you, Jake. And best of luck. Kyle, Any, any you have any words for Jake? Sure, yeah. Thank you, Jake. He did a hell of a lot of work for us for uh, quite a long time for almost nothing in return. So over a year. <laughs> thank you very much, Jake. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll always remember you. Yes. Doors open anytime. Um, yeah. So we also wanted to kind of announce that we're going to be on YouTube. I know I posted that we were going to be on YouTube a couple of weeks ago and then we weren't on YouTube, but we will be on YouTube. We're going to start posting the last, is it two or three episodes? Maybe even four. Maybe even I'm, four. I'm, so, I'm really confused. I got to go through and get the files correct. That's part of this too is um, with the transition, with Jake leaving, we kind of had a strategy uh, gap in the conversation. So we were pretty confused about, um, or we just, you and I never really talked about YouTube exactly, but yeah. I think we just decided before this recording that we're going to release the Spotify and YouTube at the same time, but we all will also release the full podcasts on Patreon a week in advance. So that would be one of the benefits. If anybody wants to sign up to our Patreon, you'll get the same content, but a week earlier than anybody else. And we throw solo ones up there from time to time. Kyle's a lot better than I have been. I've been really, 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 really bad. So sorry, um, I am going to be doing a little mini series with my wife on there about a super secret thing that we're not telling. Did you start about. that yet? No, we're going to start it this week. Actually, you she's been very busy with school. She's been very busy with school. OK. All right. All right. You know, she's busting her ass. So, well, let me just say this. When Chris told me the idea for the mini series, I guess you're keeping it secret. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. You could announce it because I just thought it was so good that I was like, damn, that is going to. That, that is the, the value you need to add to the Patreon. I, I will listen to that. Absolutely. Got me excited. Yeah. So I what I'll do is I'll clear a name or something, how much I can talk about here. I'm going to talk about it very, very little here because this is a, a pull towards the Patreon. And I think it's going to be very interesting and a lot of people can relate to it. Very personal content. Very personal content. Um, so boom. House cleaning done. We both just finished watching The Ultimatum which I just want to lead with one of my favorite trash TV shows of all time. That was brilliant. It's like these shows just get trashier and trashier and the trashier they are, the more we love them. And they just have to keep amping it up because people don't want the same thing. That's why the, like the trash TV shows evolve over time. So they have to keep ramping it up and ramping it up. And they're like, what if we take couples Mm. that are on the brink of marriage but one partner is not so sure. So an ultimatum is given. So we put them all in a room and have them date each other. Mm. 
So that's essentially the show. If you don't know what the ultimatum is, we're probably going to be covering it extensively right now because I'm a fan. Kyle's a fan. Um, Yeah, essentially all these couples, one of the people, one of the people in the couples in the couple. I'm getting excited because I love the show so goddamn much. One of the people in the couple gave the other an ultimatum. So either marry them or they're gone. Um, There was one male on the show. How many couples were there? Six? Uh, at least I'm going to say six, I six, think or six. six or seven, six or seven, four essentially continued on in the mixed couples and then two left. Okay, perfect. I guess we should also say, I mean, it's pretty obvious already, but this is going to be heavy in spoilers. We both finished the show, so we're just yeah. going to spoil everything. Yeah. So if you don't mind spoilers, keep listening. And if you're watching with your significant other or something, you can actually make bets and win some cash favors, whatever. Mm. So keep that in mind. So let's start off with the concept of the show. I think it's absolutely brilliant. I could not wait to tell you to watch it. It's hilarious because it's like, it's, it's similar to Love is Blind, which we both loved also. Mm-hmm. Similar in the way that they started with this premise, this experiment idea, and they're like, is Love Blind is the first one. Does physical attraction matter? And this one is like, is there someone better out there? And both premises, like, they make sense if you're an idiot. Yeah. If, they, if you think about it for, like, one minute. You're Even like, just a minute. This is, this is just so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know if it's time to get into my feelings about why it's so stupid or we can just continue on. But it's just, if you think, okay. so <laughs> No, never mind. We'll continue. Um, I kind of want to hear. Maybe we should lead off with why you think it's so stupid. All right. So just to kind of reiterate what you said to kind of drill it home. These couples go on the show and one of them wants to get married. The other one's not sure. So the solution is for them to date other people uh, at the same time. That are at the same uh, stage, similar stages of their relationship. That's important to note too. Yeah, yeah. And Nick Lachey, in his brilliant arrogance, he's always got this thing he wants to say in these shows. He's like the host of both shows, right? Nick Lachey. Obviously, and, uh, I'm Nick Lachey. Yeah, when he did yeah. that, dude, what a fuck. What Nick a Lachey, fuck. we know you're listening. Uh, sorry, but it's true. And what did I, I I quoted something to you in our in our WhatsApp conversation. Something he said. Um, I'll look at it. I don't remember what it was, but it was pretty close. Sorry, everybody. But he's just so arrogant in his beliefs. Like, he really thinks he knows what he's talking about. So he'll come up with this idea. Is love blind? And then he'll kind of hammer it home. And in this one, the idea was, is there someone better out there? And he said something. Oh, man. Have you found it yet? No, we, we talk a decent amount here. I uh, I don't know if I'm going to... Oh, let's be honest. Fear of commitment always comes down to one question. Is there someone out there who might be a better fit? What a blanket statement. Yeah, so that's the only thing it comes down to is fear of someone else being out there. That's it, Nick? Oh, no. 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 How about the idea that marriage is a flawed and catastrophic institution for many, many people, if not most? It's unbelievable. <laughs> That's the only reason but, holding them back. That's it. 
the crux of the idea that 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 I have though the reason this premise is just absolutely awful is that so so what ends up happening is the couples split up and they each date other people of the different couples and they live together for three weeks and then they go back to their partner who they're considering marriage with for three weeks and the idea is is this other person better well man it's something we talked about with the love is blind thing honeymoon phase yeah right it's that rush of serotonin when you first meet someone and they're giving you attention so you're putting your best foot forward and we can go into this in in more detail i do want to talk about this in in greater detail but that one phrase which everybody is aware of honeymoon phase that is alone explains why this show is just so stupid yeah it's so dumb one of my favorite slash least favorite things was ray and jake and it was because they just kept they had nothing to talk about so they just kept going oh my god we're so similar we have so many similarities they that was just at least once or twice each episode they were saying that to each other and it's because they literally had nothing else to say other than the surface level wow oh my god me too i love my mom too oh my god you like food oh i love food that's really what it sounds like yeah that's exactly what it was oh you're a mama's boy i started getting uh so when i watch these shows with my girlfriend tika we call them uh year shows or year is it means sarcasm in in indonesian i don't care it's boring um and uh we'll just i'm sure you do the same thing i'm sure a lot of people will we'll just like talk to the tv like about how stupid it is yeah and one thing that madeline and jake and ray they kept saying over and over is like they tick all the boxes they check off all the lists the yep. box, boxes lists, i've never had boxes. someone check so many boxes in my life Ugh, these people are so they say the same thing over and over again exactly what you just said and i Anyone listening, we need to make sure you tag all the cast members and share this so they listen to it. And you know what? Maybe we'll get one of them on the show. That'd be brilliant. Uh, they're all welcome. Okay. So now we're going to do some corny stuff here. I want you to name your least favorite member of the cast and your favorite member of the cast. Well, I know I'm putting least- you on the spot. We didn't prepare any of this. No, that's okay. Least favorite, there's two that immediately spring to mind. Um, your absolute worst. If gun to your see, head. See, it's almost too easy, and I'm not sure if she counts because she didn't make it to the second stage, but Alexis is a ghoul she in was, every sense of the word. She was terrible. I she don't was even just know. very annoying. I don't know if that's a human being. She uh, got really upset when Colby was like, hey, I'm not I'm not interested. Sorry, I got my eyes on someone else. And she was like, wow, you're an asshole. She was so transparent in her utter lack of all good qualities that you would want in a human being. She's like the antithesis of a good person. (laughs) Tell me how you really feel about her. Maybe don't tag because I don't want to be bullies. So don't tag. Don't tag Kayla. She's like (laughs) Alexis. Alexis. I, I just threw out a name. Yeah, what was that? I don't know. I made it up. I guessed. Know someone like that? (laughs) No, no, no. Everyone named Kayla is going to be like this fucking asshole. In in one of the first dates, I think it was with Colby. Uh, So, so yeah, they all kind of mingle and they have first dates with everybody before they decide who they're going to pick. 
And uh, she pretty much led with, she said, I think finances comes first. I, she didn't say that exactly, but she made no, it. No, that was clear. like her thing on the show. She very yeah. much cares about money. And if you don't have it, it's not going to work. Well, I don't know. I can understand that point of view, but that's not going to win any points with me right off the bat. No. Um, and yeah, the way she reacted with Colby. So that was so funny. And, and Colby's got his flaws. We can talk. I'm sure we will talk about him. I liked but him at first. I, I don't we'll think he faulted in the Alexis conversation because one of the first things he said to her was um, he said, <clears throat> I don't see a future with us. Yeah. That's on the, that's on the first date. That's an extremely normal, honest, upfront thing you could say. Like, I don't, I don't see this working. Some people they, may see that as abrasive though, but I know I, I'm, I'm for it. Cause they don't really know each other just from yeah. that small conversation. And if he knows he's just saying, Hey, let's not waste any more time. I, I, I don't see it happening. I, I don't think he can be faulted for it. I don't think no. it's something that's going to like deserves a blow up, but Absolutely not. she pressed the issue. And the next time she saw him at the bar, she kind of attacked him and said, uh, I, I forget what exactly, but she's like, you're, you're, you're a douchebag for not being interested in me. It's like, well, I'm just not attracted to you. And that really put her over the edge. I think she took that as mainly her looks, but I have a feeling it had a lot to do with the personality as well. As a lot of people, when they hear like, oh, I don't find you like attractive. You may be very attractive physically, but sometimes that physical attraction gets put way, way down when they have a nasty personality. Yeah. That goes for everybody. Absolutely. And, And then she took that and used it to change her entire opinion of him because she even said, I forget if it was an interview or if she said it directly to him, but she was like, I'm interested in Colby. I like you. Yeah. And then from that point onward, after he said, I'm not attracted to you, she said, he's not a good person. He's an asshole. She approached his girlfriend yeah. without him there. And while said, she I- was with her boyfriend. Yeah. That's, that's another weird dynamic of the show. It's just you're watching your significant other that you want to marry or your little hesitant on marrying. Just date other people that you also know. Yeah. So, so all this is to say that uh, she would be my pick for the person that I would least like to hang out with in person. Who's yours? It was Madeline, but I feel like you kind of turned me there thinking about hanging Ooh. out. Madeline, she was oh. just so mean. She's my number two, so please go ahead. She was just mean. She was like, yeah, you know, I don't know. There's probably something else out there for me. I mean, I understand having that thought, but, um, you know, don't be so like, bitchy about it. She sounded awfully bitchy about the whole thing. And she loved attacking people when she got drunk. Like, who is that? Christopher? No, I'm making up names again. Jake's initial girlfriend going in. I'll find her. I'll find her. I'll find her. I have April. April. Yes. She just like viciously attacked her. That's a little bit further in the show than I want to jump yet, though. So, oh, when she said, uh, how about you just shut the fuck up for 20 seconds? Yeah. I think that was let her talk. Yeah. You don't give it a break. Which she. She, she knew how to ramble this lady. Um, but the decision day. This episode fascinated me. Where they all have There's to a lot sit there. Yeah, they all have to sit with their significant others while someone else picks to live with them for three weeks. And they have to pick and say why they think they could. And a lot of these people are standing up going, you know, 
I don't want to say love so early. I think Colby said that about um, the other girl that left soon. Lauren. Lauren, who didn't want to have kids and neither did her significant other. And then when he saw that well, Colby she checked off her, all the boxes. She, she picked up all the lists. She checked, yeah. Literally, literally, they all say that word so much. Oh, my God. Literally yeah. in life. Has... Mm. Sorry, go ahead. No, but it's... um. That proposal was such bullshit. I don't want to have kids. You're right. If I can have you, that's all I need. They're totally having conversations, or I have had conversations about that multiple times and are still fighting about it to this day if they haven't ended it yet. There's no doubt in my mind. First, even about the decision day, I I want to just mention that leading up to that, I was like, how are they going to do this? Yeah. Logistically, how are they going to do this? Do I put a list of names that I would accept and they put a list of names? No, they go one by one and they say, who do you pick? Yeah. Man, if there was ever a situation where you don't want to go first, like, shit, right? Yeah. That just sucked. But um, do you want to go into the lead up to the proposals? Because there was some fascinating dynamics going on there. I don't want to hop off of the whole fake proposal by Nathan just yet. That's what I want to talk about. Oh, yes. Yes. Go, go, go. Sorry. I got like way ahead to something that hasn't even happened in the show yet, by the way, which is the very end okay. where you decide who they go with. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's I'm... coming out today for me. Oh, um... oh you fuck. Oh. No, wait. 13th. If it drops at midnight, I'm going to watch it tonight and then I'm going to tell Michelle in the morning and she's going to be very mad at me. <laughs> so the proposals, there were two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the one guy's name I forgot was the guy with Alexis. John. It was. I think it was a J. Hunter. Might have been Josh. Hunter. Yeah, it was Hunter. Okay. Hunter and Alexis. Um, that proposal was eerily similar to Nate and Lauren, and the main theme I saw was scarcity and fear mm-hmm. because. You saw Alexis, who was essentially rejected and not wanted by any contestant. And then you had Nate in the same boat. And these people projected all of their fear and insecurity because nobody wants them. Um, so Alexis, she's standing up and she's saying, I don't like this experiment. No, 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 no. Do you think she would be saying the same thing if she had a connection with one of the guys? Definitely I don't. Not. Definitely not. And Nate was even worse because Nate's a dog. He has two people. He has two people. Or no, did he ask one and then was like lipping, I'm going to ask you next, like to someone else across the table? Yeah. Literally whatever. And when he saw, he saw that his girl, Lauren, he saw that she liked Colby and he wasn't getting anybody. He just jumped up and proposed like, no, 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 no. Marry me. Don't, don't go with him. Yeah. I don't want kids. I was kind of he was excited. Sorry, sorry, just to finish. Oh, he yeah. was excited to go with any number of the girls. Any number of them. But when but when he realized that he didn't have any options, that's when the fear jumped in and he proposed. And the same thing kind of happened with Alexis and Hunter, but it was a little bit weird because it was her that was um, you know, she she had the fear and insecurity, and then Hunter kind of saved her, which was very charitable on his part. Um yeah. But it was the same thing that happened in both of those. One of them didn't have any options. The fear and insecurity was projected. And then 
proposal. Yeah. I thought I felt kind of robbed that we didn't get to see Colby and Lauren. She was literally like, maybe I'll have kids after one conversation with Colby. Remember that? He's really comforting. He's really showing me maybe maybe I can get there. So I was like, this might be an interesting watch. And Nate bugged me after I saw him just asking everybody. So when he stood up and proposed, I was like, you son of a bitch. I wanted to watch you squirm. He was embarrassing. Every single girl he was talking to prior to decision day was like, so I I envisioned our family, uh, five kids. I was like, you just met these people. You're talking about children and your family? Well, the, the thing I really don't understand there, and you mentioned it already, but just to drill it down, Nate was the one that gave the ultimatum. Yeah, because he wanted kids. Lauren didn't. So what I'm getting at is Lauren made the connection with Colby. He ticked off all the boxes. He checked off all the lists. Yep. And, They're so um, similar. It's crazy. They're so similar. It's crazy. So she was, she was pretty excited to go with Colby. Like you she said, was. she was ready to have a kid with him. Ripper on, ready to go. So, did she essentially do the same thing Hunter did, and just kind of agreed to the proposal, almost because her partner was flailing in front of her? Like maybe she didn't. She she was saying no to the marriage before. Yeah. Now she's got what she's supposed to get out of the show. Her partner is the one that also should ultimate him. So it's like she really threw him a bone. Yeah, like, either that, that or she had a great poker face before going on the show. Maybe she was ready to well, marry and he just hasn't asked the question yet. Could be. Could be. But that uh, that proposal drew a lot of fire from the other contestants. They called it fake and all as that. As they should have. And uh, with good reason. Because yeah. it, didn't, it didn't make any sense. It was clearly, and this is what I just wanted to, like when I was talking about the fascinating dynamics, it was all out of fear and scarcity. It was all just, this is who I have. I don't want them to go with anybody else. Propose. Yeah. And I feel like on a TV show, they could become prisoners of the moment there almost where they feel like they have to say yes. True. If I say no to this person on a TV show hosted by the Nick Lachey. Obviously. Uh, obviously a lot of people are going to see it it's going to ruin this person and to say no to a proposal in front of the nick lachey obviously nate is nick lachey's number one fucking fan he has an lfo tattoo mm. or 98 degrees i'm not sure we're big uh, nick lachey you just, fans you just killed me with that it's true the <laughs> nick lachey <laughs> It's uh, that's why I can't do it. I mean, you become a prisoner of the moment there. There's so many people watching. There's cameras on you. Actually, million dollars worth of cameras on you probably from Netflix mm. Studios. Everyone's gonna watch the show. Say no, ruin the guy. Yeah. And now back to Madeline a little bit. Uh, and this was a theme throughout the entire show, but um, during that decision too. I don't know. I just feel like if you're in that relationship, you still love each other. There's kind of a, a tactful way to say that you're interested in pursuing a connection. 
but she seemed to have no regard for Colby when she None. was expressing how much she loved Randall. Randall's the perfect guy. Like it just seemed like I think she wanted to break up with Colby anyway. Yeah. I don't think she likes Colby. And no. the way the way she was just kind of gushing over Randall at every opportunity. I, I don't know if this is what you're referring to specifically, but she, she was mean. She in, was in very that regard. Yeah, um, to, to but, him, to other people too, but it definitely, if I was if I was to watch that back, come on, oh, I'd, I'd be I'd be so pissed. Um, so they were talking towards the end. Colby and Madeline had their big fight because he was mm-hmm. texting some girl. Right. What are your stances on that? I did it for you, Gaslight Extraordinaire, dude. You you did yeah. that for her. Trying to just he couldn't accept that he was a prick and tried blaming her for it and refused to budge so much so that she went from, I think I want to stay with Colby to how can I stay with someone like Colby? It took me a long time to figure out what they were even arguing about. Um, He was texting some other, they didn't touch on that very much at all. You had to put those pieces together. Yeah. Yeah. I got it eventually. Nick Lachey has got to talk to the editing team. He's got to step in there and do the dirty work himself. If he wants it done right. Yeah, so, so, yeah, the editing needed some work. It was very confusing because they're living with this new person. But uh, some of them were going outside of their new person and pursuing others too. Uh, April and Colby, both. Well, I guess, yeah, they were living together, but they didn't really have that big connection, it seemed like. They seemed like more friends than anything. And um, both of them met people while they were out. And this didn't get revealed until later. But anyway... The thing that ended up coming up was Colby pursued girls outside of the other relationship. And then kind of, it seemed like it was too deep to Madeline or something about that. And also he didn't disclose it. He wasn't as upfront and honest about it. And then also the big thing, the the big thing they ended up arguing about a lot was his motivations for doing so. And this is what you mentioned. Um, He was maintaining, well, you told me I had to dive deep into it. And she was saying, but you didn't even tell me about it. So she's saying that's kind of bullshit. And I also sympathize with her. And I've had arguments like this too, where I know why you're saying that's the reason, but I don't believe you. Yeah. And I just need you to tell the truth about it. And that's, uh, I, I definitely sympathize with her too. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you there. There's no winning. I mean, he's an egomaniac. And that's when he turned heel for me, I think. Because I liked how him and April yeah. were like, let's just do this. We'll be friends. We'll live with someone else and, you know, try to better each other. They were very nice. And I was like, oh, all right. And then he turned heel when he started doing that. He turned around and gave her a Stone Cold Stunner. I don't know what's going on exactly there. It seems like it's maybe some sort of a lack of awareness in a, in a he thinks he has plausible deniability. Um, but I guess it's just not wanting to accept blame. Yeah. And thinking you can get away with it. Um, but it seemed pretty obvious that he was in the wrong there. You know what else Colby never mentioned? Or April. They oh, kissed. Right. Christopher or Jake doesn't know that. I keep just Chrissy Biden's dude. I just throw out wrong names and just roll with it. Jake didn't know that. That was also an area where I don't know if it was the editing that was failing us or what was going on, but 
first of all, I don't really believe the narratives that were shown to us that some of these couple lived together for three weeks and didn't even kiss or they didn't kiss until the last day. Or I think they all banged. Yeah. I just, I don't really believe it, but put that aside. They Nick Lachey really is an honest sh- guy. He wouldn't, not Nick. The Nick Lachey? Yeah, the Nick Lachey would not deceive us. But those conversations with their partners when they, when they reunited, they either came at odd times or they weren't even shown at all. And it's, I don't know if it was an editing decision or they really didn't talk about it, but how do you not talk about that when you come back together? Do, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, that's all that would be on my mind. Because Jake and April specifically, I seem to remember that he was really upset um, finding the box of the sex toys or something like that. Oh, no, Zay was upset. He found him. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Um, but they never actually discussed, they, they never asked each other point blank, what did you do? Or did they just not show us that? I don't, it's, it's weird. I don't know. Because that I whole feel- thing history you had to you had to i don't know it's tough yeah i feel like there should have been more questions after you find a box like that i don't even know what zay and shanique did they did something no. sexual and I don't they know cut a hand job like, they left it all up to the imagination i don't know yeah probably intentional so we just all assume that it was more spicy than it actually was and then randall and madeline they clearly had something going on but madeline straddled him when she came home drunk one night and he said no, and he specifically said we're on camera. Um, and she mentioned making out off camera mm-hmm. twice. So it leads you to wonder, yeah, how much are they doing off camera? How much do they just not want to be seen? They could get a hotel for a night or bang in the bathroom or something. Like, yeah, some uh, of this could whole... be exposed in the reunion, which I'm very excited for. Mm. Obviously, they still need to close out the show. But I always love the reunions of these shows because you see who stuck it out afterwards. And a lot of the times they don't. Well, that's a good time to mention, too. I don't think we did mention this. We're still in the dark about the finale because, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, we did mention it. It drops today. There's two more episodes that we have not seen yet. because. So we don't know who ends up with who. I just remembered something back to Colby and his gaslighting, as you say. The same type of thing that um, Madeline was pissed about, he pissed off Zay with. Um, and it took me a while to figure this out, too, because this was so confusing. But Zay was saying they went out to the club. Some girls made out with Colby. And Colby was saying, I did it because you brought the girl to me or something. Yeah, you it sent the- them over. The same central point was he wasn't taking responsibility for it. He was placing the blame on somebody else. Yeah. I think that's, that's what was going on. And that's what pissed Zay off so much. And that's what pissed Madeline off so much. He just, it, he, he, it seems like he can't take responsibility for those transgressions, those mistakes. And those are massive mistakes. Those are, well, not massive mistakes, but ma- like it's a massive deal if you can't take responsibility or own up to it. Right. Like that, that's, there's no successful relationship coming out of that. And it makes me kind of understand, hey, maybe Madeline hates him for good reason. She's never been right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just, that's a useful point to go off of. I've had a lot of situations like that where the thing that I did or my partner did wasn't even that bad. But what's really bad is the lying about it or the denying it. And that's where the whole thing comes from. And I think that's the same 
with these things. So what he made out with a girl in the club, what does they care? They doesn't even care. He's yeah. just a guy. He has He's nothing mad to do. About he the, would have nothing to do with dishonesty. It. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Madeline too. I was, I, that's why I was so confused too. I'm like, well, why, why are you pissed about this? But he, she was pissed about the lying about it, the dishonesty and the dishonesty is where you lose your connection. You don't have any intimacy anymore because you're not allowing each other in. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he did come off pretty badly with regard to that. Yeah. Zay got very aggressive when he argued, even with the females. And it's like, dude, you got to not. He, he does this whole intimidation thing. Like, he tries to intimidate who he's arguing with, regardless of gender. And it's like, dude, chill. He was a little scary. Yeah. And he's a jacked dude. He's a big dude. Big dude. Um, That one night. Who was he kind of physically, you know what I'm talking about? When he, when he came home. Was it Ray? I think it, Ray. It was Ray. I think, he, I think it was Ray. Yeah. It was when they were back together. He went out, didn't come home. He wanted like to leave. Yeah. And he like grabbed her. I think she wanted to leave. And uh, he was kind of saying no and like kind of getting in her way, grabbing her. Mm. And uh, that was another situation where the editing kind of didn't show us what happened. Yeah. Kind of left to wonder, did she get raped? <laughs> yeah. Like what the fuck happened? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> And it kind of, like, they kind of cut it to make it seem like he was doing something way worse. Mm. It was like the WWE when they're throwing the punches and they just keep cutting from camera to camera so you, you can't tell they're not making contact. Yeah. They were kind of doing that with this altercation here. And his flaws were pretty glaring yeah. when they came out time and time again. Um, and he kind of sought refuge in um, Shanique. Because she was the one that he was living with. And he, he went back to see her again, uh, even after their time together had ended. I was talking about it. And, and she kind of stuck up for the girlfriend. Because we can, we can get into that in a minute. What happened exactly. But um, they started arguing. And when he got heated, he, he doesn't let people talk. No. Um, and he, she just kept like, and I, she was heated too. But I thought she did a pretty good job. I thought yeah. she did a damn good job actually in the moment. Oh yeah. Of saying, let me talk. And Can he I just finish? Wouldn't. Yeah. He just wouldn't. And no, uh, let me say that, no, but let me say he just kept like cutting her off. It's like dude, just let her finish. Tough to watch, and that's that's just some obvious trauma issues or or being triggered, so to speak. That that's some that's some clear things that he needs to work through. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of crazy. I mean, he's like twenty five, and I'm like, oh, he must be at least. I, don't, I always think people that are younger than me, but are just like bigger, are older than me. Mm. I don't know. Do you get that? I still, I, I, I can't, I don't believe that I'm 30 yet. I, I still think I'm 21. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. To yeah. think that I'm like a decade older than some of these people is crazy. Yeah. It's, um, I'm also not sure if I believe the ages they put. No. Because they're fucking with us. They have to be. I know I don't look like a great 30. Like, no one's like, wow, you're 30? They're like, no, you're fucking 30. Like, I'm so fucking 30. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I don't know. There's just something in your head. I feel like we're at, like, in between old and adult. I don't know. 20 to 30 is weird. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're old. Yeah. But not old. Um, but the thing that did make Zay and Ray break up was when uh, they had a pretty big argument and uh, he left. 
and he turned his location off on his phone. I guess this is a thing in their relationship. I don't know. I don't know if you do that. I don't do that. No. Like, uh, you have a lo- do you do you share a location like that? No, that like we did when we were in Vegas once, and because we were splitting up, going our separate yeah. ways. The girls went off, guys went off. Uh, so it was just like a, in case anything happens. But that was. Yeah. Well, I'm not even criticizing it. I guess it's just something they do. So in their relationship, him turning his location off was pretty aggressive. So can I cut in here just um, for one second? Because I have a brilliant opportunity here. I actually have a joke written when I was pretending that I wanted to do stand up. I had a joke about location being shared. It was just kind of along the lines of, uh, oh, like I get a lot of shit because I share my location with my wife. But um, it's pretty great because when she's out of the house, I know exactly how much time I have to masturbate before she gets back. Good. You think that would work? (laughs) Yeah, I think it would. All right. We're workshopping it. We're workshopping it. Uh, That's true too. And I've had so many situations like that where how much time do I have exactly? Not necessarily (laughs) for jerking off, but even just like, do I pee right now or do I pee in five minutes? Yeah. Can I, do do you think I have time for a FIFA game? Yeah, Yeah, I got 20 minutes. (laughs) You know, it's useful buzzing a little bit sometimes the mic is? i don't know yeah not all the time but i think okay. maybe the connection i just pushed the plug in further so it should be good so so yeah he he left late at night turned his location off and didn't come back until eight in the morning so then he when he came back that's when ray broke up with him and uh the thing again this was really confusing to me is he didn't say where he went and she didn't ask him point blank. Where did you go? How does that not get said? I don't yeah. understand that. Did you sleep and where? Yeah, exactly. Um, Especially when these couples are coming off an experience where they were just living with another female or male for the last three weeks. And then he was just kind of saying, well, I'm sorry. I said, I'm sorry. And I'm just like screaming at the TV. Like, where did you go? Yeah. Tell me. I want to know. And she's not even asking. And I, I was just saying, like, it's not easy. I would have a tough time staying out until 8 a.m. I would have to, like, strategize. I would have to figure out where I'm going to go and how yeah. I'm going to spend my time. That's not easy. No, that's nearly impossible for me. I mean, bars close at, like, 2. So I would just be, like, in my car. Yeah, so what? Did he get a hotel room? Did he sleep on the street? What do you do? I feel I like know. in New York, is that the city that never sleeps? That's what they say. There's got to be some stuff that's open 24 hours. I would be chilling at like Super Walmart. In Austin, Texas, I think. Austin, Texas. Well, you live there. You tell us. Are there things to do no, all hours of the night? Not really. To a certain point, but the... Uh, I don't know. There was also um, an undercurrent of drug use. Uh, I read really? a little bit about this online, and Tika was also speculating. Really, uh, I did not. I don't know this up at all. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna outright accuse anybody, but Madeline seemed to be a little bit more than drunk a lot of the time. I think so. I do, and uh, this came up with the whole Zay thing. That's why I'm bringing it up. I said, isn't it? I said the same thing to Tika. I said it's hard to stay out until 8 a.m. She's like, not if you're doing drugs said yeah i mean i guess you still need a place to do them but um but there was yeah maybe he was just and he also said that he said well i was getting high i was getting fucked up is that the same statement or is that two statements 
I don't know. I feel like it's two statements. Could well, be. I, I didn't think of the Madeline thing. Dude. I feel like they were drinking a lot. There were a lot of times like these the conversations they were having, both couples were drunk. Yeah. Yeah. But um if you <laughs> I was rewinding sometimes because her face would just be hilarious. The like there there was one moment when she was they were at the girls' night and uh the, the camera's on her when April's talking and she's giving a fake smile and then her eyebrow goes up and then she just like, <laughs> like almost falls. And she, she looked like she was falling asleep a lot. And, uh, and then also people were saying Colby's pupils were looking pretty big. He was so, always fucking intense though. He's like, yeah, I'm Colby. So I wouldn't be surprised again, not to accuse anybody, but I wouldn't be surprised if Colby and Madeline are both pretty big into pills. And Madeline was mixing pills and alcohol a lot because she seemed real messed up a lot of the time to me. And you read this online, you said? I read, uh, I, I was reading the forum posts, as I like to do. And, Can uh, you send me a link to this forum if you remember? I would like to dive into Reddit. this. Yeah, Just go on Reddit? On Netflix. Yeah, but I'll, I'll send it to you too. Okay, just send me the, I, got, I need to dive in. Oh yeah, it's, it's good stuff. Dude, I'll, I like usually comment threads better than I like posts. Of course. Yeah, it's so funny. Stuff is. Yeah. Wow. Fuck the video. Um, so we have been going on about the ultimatum for I don't know how long. Probably a decent amount of time. We could shift gears here a little bit. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Oh, you're not ready. <laughs> I should have asked. That was rude of me. No, no, it's okay. What do you think is going to happen? Because we are... Yeah, we haven't seen yet. They got the proposals coming up. Oh, yeah, good idea. I thought about this earlier. Like, we should do predictions and then. Um, hmm. So I think that fear instinct is going to come back up of if I say no here, then I'm alone. It's not like they're signing wedding papers that day. They're just agreeing to get engaged. You can just say, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. And it's a clean break. It's not like there's any legal action. Good so. Point. I feel like a lot of them may fall into the, I don't want to be alone. I don't know what this person's going to say in that other couple that I'm interested in. So I think a lot will say yes. If I had to pick one couple that's not going to work, any of them, but on TV before they go off on their own, Colby and Madeline, that's done. They even kind of, I don't know if it was fancy editing or what, or they're trying to trick us, but it did seem they were showing Madeline running off. Yeah, that was um, that. They do that a lot. I mean, I've fallen for it on the Bachelor, Bachelorette so many times. So I'm not. Doesn't necessarily mean that's the answer, and that actually makes me kind of believe it's reverse psychology or something. And it kind of makes me, but everything in my gut is telling me you're absolutely right. They can't work. Yeah, but the whole reverse um, psychology thing, I think they've caught on to that too. Because and they reverse um, reverse. Yeah, they do the reverse reverse. Yeah. So, I mean, I try to sniff out the bullshit when I can on these bachelor shows, these these reality TV shows, and I've gotten better at it. But they still they'll throw me for a, a loop time and time again. How about Jake and April? Jake and April, I think Jake's in love with Ray. Jake and Ray, especially now that Ray is single. Are you kidding me? Now that Ray is single, you don't think Jake's going to go to that? She ticks all the boxes, dude. They have so many similarities. 
They're literally the same person. They're literally twins. Yeah, exactly. Disgusting. I'm not sure. Um, Because the biggest reason I'm saying that is because they had like a a dinner at a shitty Applebee's or TGI Fridays um, (laughs) after, after Ray broke up with Zay. And Ray was pretty much putting herself out there. And it felt yeah. to me like she rebuffed her. You think so? It did. Yeah, he said, well, I'm trying to make things work with April. Um, That's just that his way of saying... Also be, I think that means just seeing it out until the decision day. Could be. but obviously gonna, they're not tied to each other, Zay and Ray broke up. I think... I think I'm going to go with my gut and, and also for the sake of uh, a little bit of one of us on both sides, I'm going to say that they're going to propose and it's going to work. Really? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. She checks all of his boxes. Takes all the lists. And she's getting in there ahead of time. So that fear instinct's not going to be there for Jake. He's not going to be as hesitant to say no because he knows he's got someone waiting. That monkey branch already ready. Yeah. Just hands reached out. All he's got to do is grab it. He's got two hands reaching in his direction. And then Ray's got uh, who to fall back on? Who's Nobody. With? Zay. Oh, yeah. Wait, what? Ray's oh, yeah, Ray- they broke up. Yeah. Right. And, I mean, they shouldn't be together anyway. That's like a shitty one-two name combo. Oh, Ray and Zay are coming. You're not inviting Ray and Zay. I wouldn't want to. And then the other two, they're less interesting, so let's just do them quick. Uh, well, no, they broke up, so it's over. There's two breakups, right? Mm. Ray and Zay broke up. April and Jake are together. Shanique and Randall? Shanique and Randall. Randall was being very cryptic with her, if I remember. He was kind of like, whatever happens, I love you. And like kind of giving off hints that he might not go with her. He might. That can't work. I, I got to say no to that one. No? Yeah, Why? what do you think? I, I, I mean, they seemed like the most normal out of the two. Like, we saw Shanique when she was speaking with Zay. You know, she's strong. She makes a lot of sense. She mm. didn't just automatically go, oh, Zay, you're right, just because they're hanging out and drinking together. She was, she put him in his place. Now, whether Randall likes that or not, that's <sighs> up for debate. But she's a rational human being. He seems yeah. rational enough. Well, the way she argued was pretty rough for me with Randall. Um, Randall was always coming yeah. off pretty rational, actually, and pretty calm. And there were was... times where she blew up and she was like, fuck that, and just kept walking away. And I was like, oh. She came off as pretty immature to me. Yeah. Um, Maybe you're right. But now that you're speaking about it, I, I actually do. I, I'm going to go back on my own, what I said, because I remember that Randall seems pretty committed to her especially with the way he reacted to madeline kind of rebuffing her a lot yeah the way he always went after shanique uh i think yeah i think you're right i think that's gonna go through yeah i'm gonna try to remember these for when i'm watching and see if we're right or wrong yeah (sighs) okay so that's the ultimatum anyone who's not a fan of reality tv is gonna hate this episode but we uh, don't care. Why are you still listening? <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. This this show is for us. God damn it! I know um, our good friend Pete's a loyal listener. Mm. 
the other day we were disc golfing and I asked if he needed a sip of water and he went, I watched your podcast. And it was the one where we were looking up information about herpes. Uh, <laughs> and he didn't see the malicious edit that you put up on TikTok, doubly negative pod. Oh, okay. TikTok will follow. Um, yeah, great videos on there. Did, did, is he watching the ultimatum? I don't know. I haven't asked him. I should, though. We got to get Nick Lachey on. The Nick Lachey, dude, our lives have changed forever. I can only imagine. Not after he hears this, is he going to come on, though? We just kind of roasted He's him. He's so and dumb that you think show. that we were praising him. <laughs> yeah, I am the Nick Lachey. He changes his Twitter uh, handle to the Nick Lachey. I just couldn't get it over the 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 ridiculousness of that quote that I sent you because I made sure to get it right. I, I rewound it. I re, rewound, rewound. Rewound. You rewounded I it. it. You rewounded it. Yeah. I uh, I made sure it was right, and he said, "Yeah, whatever it was." The it's such a. This is one hundred percent the truth statement, and it just pissed me off. Such a douchebag thing to do. I have to look up his Instagram because I want to see if his uh handle is like something super arrogant and i gotta see what's in his bio okay so it's just oh. nick lachey and obviously the most the typical instagram bio husband father music at 98 degrees so i said lfo earlier not lfo yeah i think i had the lfo cd i did not have the 98 degrees cd new but i didn't care enough to correct you yeah so nothing about the 900 and 2,000 followers. I'm going to see which friends of mine follow him because I'm going to message them all. I'm going to say, you should watch the show. Doubly negative. I wonder if there's an interesting subject to be mined here too about just monogamy in general and the way it's portrayed on TV. I wonder if you have any thoughts about that. Um, I mean, the way I, I feel like most postmodern portrayals of monogamy on TV always worked out as successful. And that's what everything was pushed in like pop culture and stuff, movies, TV shows. I feel that the newer shows have more of that open feel to it where there's open relationships in them. I even see. Post- almost- oh, gone. It's kind of felt like a, like an omission from the show that that wasn't really mentioned as an option because it's just it's just interesting to have these people that are supposed to be in love with each other on the verge of marriage, but they're pretty ready to go with another person. Yeah, and uh, that that's not monogamy. They were essentially they they essentially did have open relationships for three weeks. Yeah. Um, and I guess some of them set boundaries on what they could do physically or not. But either way, they were trying, they were going in with a goal of building intimacy. So I just, part of the arrogance of the Nick Lachey and, and the, the, the show in general is just kind of pretending that it's kind of, that, yeah, that, 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 that monogamy is the way. And, and when they're saying, for example, um, Fear of commitment is because you think someone better might be out there. No, it's not. There's there's a whole host of other. You're you're looking at this in such a simplistic fairy tale way of thinking. Just it, there's it's just, so many other things that could be. Oh, I watched my parents' marriage fail, so I'm kind of afraid to go through that too. Has nothing to do with finding someone better. 
the Nick Lachey, you dropped the ball. It just seems like they're propping up this idea that nobody really believes in anymore, but we're kind of clinging to as a society that you're going to find the one who's going to check all the boxes and tick all the lists. And, and when they meet each other, this is why it's going back to why it's so stupid. Because what happens when you, when you meet someone new is you're trying your best to put your best foot forward and they're trying their best to put their best foot forward. And if you like each other, you're getting validation from someone. If you, if you think they're a valuable person, you're getting this new validation from someone that didn't have give you validation before. And that's what you don't get anymore in a long-term relationship because you're already validated. You've already agreed a long time ago and that that's worn off. And that's not to say it's not valuable, but, but chemically speaking, it's not doing anything to you anymore. Um, so in these new relationships, they're actually getting to be their best self because of that dynamic that's going on. Because, and you saw this in, in every relationship, was Jake the same with Ray as he was with April? No, he no. was being a good boy with uh, Ray because he just met this chick. And, and that's, that's how we all act. And, and that's an unfortunate thing. I, I wish that wasn't a part of human nature, but it just, it's kind of true. We can try our best to be, to be on our best behavior every day with everybody, but we, we, we take each other for granted. And, and if you're living with your family or living with your significant other, you're just not going to be on your A game all the time. Yeah. Whereas they were on their A game with the new partners. And um, I don't know, I'm kind of rambling about nothing in particular, but. No, but in the new relationships, you'll see people peacock on both sides. Hmm. Oh, look what I can do. Yeah. Michelle played soccer with me when me and her first started talking. She hasn't kicked the ball since. Yeah. Hasn't kicked the and, ball since. And that's just something, that's just something about us. But, but anyway, I guess, I guess this is the reason I was saying it is because it seems to me when they're propping this idea up of, is there someone better? They're making this false comparison between the new person in the first three weeks and the, the, the person from here. And uh, sure, they mentioned it. They even mentioned the honeymoon phase, but they're just not doing enough justification to it. And, and I guess they're, they're ignoring the reality of that long-term relationship, the way that it inevitably becomes. They, they're still propping up this idea that if you find the right person, it's going to be perfect all the time. And I, I just, I just think that's untrue across the board. Um, oh yeah. I hate, I hate that myth. I really, truly hate it. And I hate people that say they're in that relationship. I hate when I see it on TV and movies. It's just not true. It's not. And another thing that kind of pisses me off is they're saying fear of someone else being out there. So mm -hmm. what makes this instant so special that this next person is going to take that fear away? Where does that fear of someone else better being out there? Are you assuming that this is the end all be all? Because that fear is just going to keep going and the commitment issues will remain because if that's constantly in their head, they're never getting married. Bingo, dude. Very well said. You just assume that's the one? That kind of reminds me of the old, like, uh, very pop psych thing that's too pop psych even for me. But it's like, if, if you've got that idea, that's kind of your problem. And you're not going to solve an internal problem externally. What you just said is exactly true. You're not going to solve that by, fight, by meeting one person. 
Yeah. You're afraid to commit to someone because someone else out there might be better for you. Out of all the people in the world, we're going to put you in a room with seven other options. (laughs) This is it. (laughs) This is the world. Yeah. We've sourced pretty well. All English speaking, probably firstborn in America. Yeah. What a diverse crowd. Man, and that's another thing, too. It's amazing to me that they were given, I don't know, maybe maybe only five other options. If there were six couples, then yeah. as a, you've only got five options. And many of them seem to really like their options. Yeah. So I'm not trying to say monogamy is unviable. I'm in a monogamous relationship right now. But again, to just... I, w- I want it to be part of the cultural accepted narrative that it's, it's a difficult choice. It's, it's something you decide to do. And uh, I think that example of them kind of finding good options, even though there's only five fucking other people, monogamy is not natural. Is kind of what I want to put out there. Yeah, I feel just like we've referenced that. that before on the show. And uh, that, that got very obviously displayed in some of those couples, too, because some of them were obviously holding back. What they truly they wanted. wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't believe for one second that Randall didn't want to bang Madeline or that. Uh, they all and, wanted to. And, and they said Jake and Ray didn't have sex. Really? They're using these sex toys and they didn't have sex? Yeah. I mean. You just have a box of foreplay, and then it's like, oh, good night. That was the best foreplay ever. Yeah. What are you doing? So, I don't know. I, I, I'm probably not even making sense because I've gone off on different tangents. But No, just, I feel like you're making sense. That's kind of, they're promoting this fact that, oh, this is the only right relationship. Monogamous relationship is the right relationship by also disproving that it may not be the best for everybody or proving that it may not be the best for everybody. So they're kind of counteracting the whole Monogamy is natural is the the right one, but yeah. in this process, they're proving that all of these couples are open to the exact opposite. Yeah, yeah, and and, and Nick and Vanessa always kind of tell their own story. They love telling that story about how he had a very public is. divorce. Yeah, he had a very public divorce, and I fought through that stuff, and now we're here and we're stronger. And they even broke up for a little while and banged other people. Did they? They said that. The Nick Lachey and the Mrs. Lachey split? Yeah. And uh, that's not monogamy. Even if you got back together, that's still not monogamy. Um, I guess they're uh, not saying, obviously that's not monogamy, but while they're in that committed relationship, it is a monogamous one. Yeah, but it shows... um, Yeah, I, I think... I'm really trying to get to my feelings on this. I think I've expressed some of it, but it it also, it upsets me too. For the same reason that people get upset by magazine covers showing uh, unrealistic bodies. Um, It's giving us something to compare ourselves negatively to. And I don't know, actually this show does the opposite. To be honest, it it does a pretty good job of like making, you you watch it with your partner. You're like, oh, well, we're not that bad. Yeah, but um, We're, we're doing all right. The narrative, the, the ideal that they're trying to achieve, and they're saying, if you're not like this, if you haven't found that perfect one, 
then something's wrong with you. That's really what I hate. And I just, I think it's evil. It is. You haven't found the one. You're saying the show is saying you haven't found the one and that's wrong. You need to find the one now. I'm saying essentially the, the very premise of the show and the way they talk about it implies that there is the one. Yeah. And uh, if there's anything wrong with your relationship, if you're discontent in any way, is there someone better out there? Is there move on. The, the soulmate idea again? Yeah. And it's just like, it's ignoring so many realities. And I just feel like we know better. I just, I feel like we know better. I feel like some people don't. They set us up when we're children and they brainwash us with these fairy tales. That's and then they the sell us the same shit later. That's the truth. It's I mean, the long it. con. We love it. Yeah. I mean, we're living for it. We've been talking for like an hour it. about the ultimatum. Probably more. Yeah. <laughs> it's, we love the ultimatum. So should we even go on another topic or should we just kind of put a bow on that? <laughs> Talk about, I don't know, unless you had anything that came up during that or something related. But No, not that I can think of. In conclusion, we think Colby and Madeline are done. Collectively, you think. Mm-hmm. Randall and Shanice are done. Shanique. Shanique. No, I, I came back to your side. Okay. So we both collectively think they're going to make it. Mm. And the other couple, Jake and Ray, was the last Jake one. Jake and raised. April. Jake and April. <laughs> Jake and we Ray, is what I think. One. Yeah. Jake and Ray, I think, are going to be a thing. Drake. Whereas I think. I think they're getting engaged on camera, Jake and April. Okay. So you heard it here first. Thanks for listening. If you're not a fan of reality TV, <laughs> it's going to be like the Joe Rogan where we have to do separate like fight companions because people don't want to hear the UFC fighters or talk about the fights where it's just us talking about reality TV. Whenever yeah, we might have event. to put a tag in the title. Yeah, not this one because just... I want to trick people into listening to it if they don't like yeah. it. So, if you made it this far, gotcha. (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs) Um, That's it. Bye. This is life being bound to love.